Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, once again, it is I, Sleeper Kid, and we are having a quickie kind of podcasty thing tonight. We are doing a quick uh, recording with the lovely, talented, and awesome, badass, all-around good person, the beautiful Lainey Luck. What's good? Hey, it's been a while. How long has it been since your last visit? Don't ask me. I don't, I don't even know. Two years? Maybe? No, not two years. A year and Definitely a half. not two years. Probably like a year. Maybe Probably a year like a half. year. Okay. Because, right. yeah. I mean, right here when it was cold? What was the last time I was here? Mm. I remember you came in late last time. I think that's the only thing I remember is you came in late and we still, I think we stayed up and, and talked for a while, but that fucking, I don't remember. I literally cannot tell you. <laughs> we're living in a obviously a post-COVID world, so we're going to start with that. Yeah. Um, the pandemic is still going strong, um, which we I, no one was expecting back in you know uh, February March of two thousand twenty, and uh, because people are in general stupid, and uh, we had a fucking destructive president, um, which is no longer the case. So, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, sorry if you guys are are right. Yeah, go ahead and just... Fuck tur- you and just... Listen <laughs> <off>. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Trump supporter, just stop listening. I was going to say turn it off, but yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm not going to call you stupid, uh, <laughs> but if you have been ignoring the pandemic, it has endangered people. We've lost about 250,000 at this point. For no motherfucking reason. Yeah, so uh, so that's that's crazy. So how has this... How has that affected... Because we haven't spoken since last year, at least. Yeah. How has that affected your work, your life, your... your oh, flow? I mean, it's shut down everything. What work... <laughs> Exactly. So what's going on now? Like, I mean, how has it changed your, your rhythm? Like, um, before and after? Honestly, I've just been, like, making sure I can take this time to, like, take advantage of all of the downtime instead of, like, trying to act like I need to be as busy as I was in the real world. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're not in the real world, and nobody should be living their life like they are in the real world. So just sit the fuck at home and be sad and gain a little weight and... Just like everyone else, you know, we're all a little more pale. We're all a little heavier. It's okay. Maybe I'm a little more flexible now. I've been spending my time wisely, at least if I'm not going to the gym, we're doing yoga. That's been a big life change. Yoga's good. Yoga's a huge life change. And so, you know, just trying our best. Well, what was it like before uh, in terms of, you know, you the, the 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 tempo of work like how often were you working how shit often? was getting good dude like, i know so how often were you doing live shows how often were you oh training oh my god we were busy bro we were busy and we were having banger after bangers and we were i felt like i was in such a good stride like just like with where my fitness was going and my conditioning level and my look i was just like leveling up on everything mm-hmm. um and then yeah right when it was about to get good how often were you doing shows Oh, at least twice a weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was long, long weekends, long, long drives, going to training anyways. And training and was how many days a week? I just trained on Sundays. Okay. It's just usually me and Jeff. Sometimes we'd have like Kylie and Tony um, and Isaiah and Elena Blair sometimes, our little gang. Mm-hmm. But towards, I would say probably like the last major part of 2019 and the first half of 2020, it was just me and Jeff. Because everyone, like, had their own shows to go to, and they were kind of training during the week. Like, Elena was still doing Monday to Friday training, like, because she's still in the school school. Um, So they were training. Is this Elena... What's the last one? Elena Black. Black, okay. My 
arch nemesis. <laughs> or so you think. My lifetime, lifelong feud will never... My best frenemy. Will never end it. Um, but yeah, so it was just mostly me and Jeff. And we'd just be doing all this cool lucha stuff. And it, like, it was nice to like have so much ring time just to ourselves. So mm. like I don't have to wait for anyone else to run through a spot. I run through one spot and then I try another. And then... Um, so it was just like we we're really getting the it was just felt really efficient like I was just focusing on everything I wanted to focus on because Jeff is a wrestling god already and he's good to go he doesn't need to work on anything or train so it was all focused on me mm-hmm. and I was just felt like I was getting so much out of everything I was doing and, and then, then it stopped real fucking quick how did that happen though like did you did people just call you and say hey we had you booked for this weekend but we're gonna cancel they just honestly everyone was just posting on like social media like it was literally everyone was canceling their shows. They're just like, hey, no one's running. So it was just like a given that no one was running. And then a month or two in, because y'all fuckheads can't just, y'all literally couldn't even wait a whole month. So, of course. And looking back on what shows. I've read, all we needed was two months. All we fucking needed was two months. Yeah. All we needed was just. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna. Ooh, still not. Still working on that, obviously. Steady breathing, Lusa. Still trying to get past all that. Um, but, yeah, so people, like, literally started running shows. At, up in fucking Wisconsin, no masks, no nothing. Running fucking shows. I was so disappointed in all my friends that worked there. I'm so disappointed in a lot of my friends, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. A lot of strained friendships during this pandemic, seeing who gives a shit about people and who doesn't. Um... It's a weird, it's a weird line too, because I, and I, I get it. I have some friends who are like, well, I need to pay my bill. That's what I'm saying. 100%. If you're signed, you're going to go to TV, do your matches, do what you have to do to pay your bills. But I'm talking about, I have friends who live with their parents. I have friends who don't pay bills and they were still traveling every goddamn weekend. Yeah. Like you, I know you don't need to, you can go work at your shoot job during the week. I'm not going to say it specifically, but you can work your shoot job and you don't have to travel right now. Mm-hmm. But like for people who are signed and that's their job, I 100% understand that. But you still don't need to be doing two shows a weekend. That's so, so irresponsible. Yeah. Bananas that people would do that. And so like a lot of us were sitting on the sidelines and just struggling with FOMO and just crying every night because everyone's out doing these things and being talked about. And you're just over here irrelevant as fuck doing the right thing and being a good human being. I never, and I never felt that. Like when I saw people out at beaches and fucking at clubs and like at bars, I just kept going like, you fucking idiots. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you guys are all so fucking dumb. But like when your whole profession is on the internet and you see all these people being talked about on the internet and you're not, you're like, oh, I feel so left behind. Yeah, I get that. But like now that we're in this far in... I'm like, literally nothing substantial has happened. Nobody gives a fuck about what show happened last week. Like, these people are literally risking their lives to be forgotten about 24 hours later. And for what? Yeah. Did any of y'all get a contract out of these (laughs) quarantine, out of these pandemic matches? No. It it might be that. It might be very much FOMO. It might be the fear of, like, not They cannot stand to, like, be with themselves. They literally can't just be with them fucking selves. They have to have somebody blowing some shit up their ass at all times. Must oh, be yeah, relevant yeah. to someone at all times. That, uh, shit like Instagram has led to that. Well, it's 100% social media. Social media, where someone's like, oh, well, if I'm not being 
taking if someone's not taking photos of me in some public place or at some event then I don't exist then I, exactly then I'm nobody mm-hmm. and it's hard to like take a step back and realize like that that's not real life what have you been doing what has it has it changed you for the better to be able to spend some time with yourself yeah definitely I think I've done a lot of like I've had a lot of time to sit around and just like think and reflect on things and um what do you do now that you usually didn't do now that you've been able because I've heard people say like well I read more or I walk I take hikes and shit like that is there anything yeah I just I guess I do like I am much more politically aware after you know this whole year um like I've always been kind of like aware and like because I grew up really conservative. My dad, like, I was 100% brainwashed. I listened to Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, I was 100% brainwashed by my freaking conservative ass dad. And the second I moved away and started having my own brain, like... Yeah, my brother-in-law, uh, uh, he once said, um, I, I, I can't wait for Rush Limbaugh to die so I can get my father back. Oh my God, seriously. Yeah. The shit that I think back, like, that I heard as a child driving places it's just on the radio these all this hate he was spewing i'm just like people listen to that every day that's all they hear every day so as soon as i got my own motherfucking brain and i was like wow this shit is bad um so i've always been kind of like aware of like white privilege and like how because i grew up in a lot of different places and around a lot of different people so like i've been around rich white people and how they're treated i've been around poor people of color and how they're treated and how their lives are so like i know the difference and like i've always tried to use my white privilege around my people of color friends like (laughs) because we're young and dumb and doing stupid ass shit you know but I try to make sure, like, if I'm in that situation, like, I'm the white person that can help. <laughs> <laughs> can... There's a movie called uh, um, What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. Well, there's that scene where um, where the, the vampires can't get into the, gl- the good clubs. Mm-hmm. And so they have, like, the one, like, white guy who's just <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I know the club. I can get you in there. Exactly. And so he goes in there. He's like, hey, let these guys in. And I was watching it with a Mexican friend of mine. And she was like... Yo, that's what it's like <laughs> when I was like growing up trying to get into the nice clubs and I was like this kind of like, you know, curvy Mexican girl mm-hmm. and my beautiful white friend would be like, yeah, it's my girl. Like get in there. And like I was a vampire. I, was, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. fucking get in. It was crazy. I feel that for sure. But, uh, but yeah, so, so you got more politically minded. Anything else? Yeah. So like I was always like kind of aware, but like I wasn't I noticed like your post, in. your post started to, to kind of, but you know, like ever since I started realizing like that you can use your platform for stuff like that and like and like make sure that people are like heard and like that your white friends who just follow white people are like hearing all this other stuff that's happening like that doesn't happen in their world and just like trying to make sure that people just see things well one of the things that annoys me is when celebrities start talking about you know uh, po- politics. Yeah. And everyone immediately goes like, oh, well, you're a celebrity. You don't have the right... They're a person. Them. They're a human being. Well, the, the reason is, is very simple. When you listen to someone like Kid Rock or, or I don't know, Scott Bayo or people that, you know, are the right-wing celebrity um, spectrum, no one complains. Exactly. Why aren't people saying shit? When someone says, like, well, celebrities shouldn't be in politics, I'm like, well, our last president is was a celebrity. It's a literal celebrity. celebrity, you fucking idiot. But the fear from the right, or because I, I don't see it coming from the left It as really much. is fear. It's fear because it's like they know that these people have access to millions of ears mm-hmm. or sets of ears. Mm-hmm. And you, being a popular pro 
female wrestler who's talented and has a fan base, you have the ears of these people. I, myself, to a degree, being somebody who produces the stuff that I do, have a fan base. Mm -hmm. And I've had people email me and say, like, well, I ain't buying from you if you keep talking this shit. And I'm like, they don't buy from me. Exactly. Like, I've posted so many I'd rather times, eat ramen like, noodles for a fucking week. Than, exactly. Than... Like, I don't... Like, I had so many people coming after me and saying, like, oh, if you're going to lose bookings for being so anti-Trump and blah, 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 you're going to burn so many bridges. And I'm like, those are bridges I never wanted. Mm. I genuinely don't want to work for you if you're posting pro-Trump shit all day on your Facebook. I don't want to be at your company. That's not a place I want to be. Genuinely. I had a lawn sign. Uh, you didn't get to see it because I took it out after Trump lost, but... Because uh, you guys do know he lost, right? Fucking lost. He's uh, a loser. But anyway, so he, he lost, and I took the sign off because I was like, I need, but uh, it said Trump. It was a huge letter that said Trump. And you had to look at it closely to say to see the little letters above and uh, below that said anybody but Trump. Yeah, Trump so his stupid sports would be like, oh, Trump. And they'd be like, ha. And this girl came over <laughs> a couple of months ago, and she pulled up, and she was like, she was like, I straight up was going to tell the Uber driver to fucking take me back to the airport because she thought I was a Trump supporter. <laughs> And then we pulled up really close and she was like, oh. That's so funny. Deadass, same. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I actually have people. I should have fucked with you and like, like the, I should have fucked with you and put the sign up and just showed up with like a I'm cowboy like, hat and like a belt I'm buckle. Send you a message. I'm leaving. I'm going <laughs> Don't even worry about the gas. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just going to go to a Taco Bell and go to the airport. For real. But like, I had like people making anonymous accounts trying to come after me after I was so vocally anti-Trump they were trying to like cancel me and stuff oh I had people take pictures of like send me pictures of my own house I had one guy who sent a picture of my own house and I, I mean I figured I guess he just found my address somehow and like got it from like the, the Zillow or some shit oh yeah I know where you live and I'm like and what come over yeah, yeah. come on over what's, <laughs> come what's over <laughs> wait what oh okay well can you release something with this girl in it exactly you know? and I'm gonna, you're in a very Interesting position. I am too. Big time me. Holy shit. Let's talk about this. Where you are the control, you control the flow of, of your product in that you decide what you appear in. Your brand is you. Yeah. You're not like some girl who's like, well, I'm producing or I'm a promoter. Who's, yeah. yeah. I'm me. You are the thing that you are pushing. Yeah. You know, and I, my stuff is the thing that, that I'm pushing. And for a lot of these guys, whether they watch your matches, whether it's like, oh, I really like pro wrestling or I really think she's cute. Or I get off to this shit, including me. Like, hey, I really like Sleep with Kids Work. Or I really mm -hmm. think the girls are cute. Or I get off to this shit. You're supplying stuff to people who, a lot of the time, are kind of addicted to it. Yeah, for, what, for sure, yeah. So it puts them in a very interesting position where they're like, uh, fuck, well, I don't like what he's saying, but he's giving me my fucking fix. <laughs> yeah. So what do I do? You know, I don't know. Sorry, I don't mean to do it in a Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate. Sorry, I live in Georgia, so it happens a lot. Yep. I'm not trying to say also. I love Southern people. I mean, I live amongst them. Nah, but... y'all racist as hell. I mean, y'all cool, <laughs> but y'all racist as hell. Don't even but... try to lie to yourself. <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of people will be like, oh, I can't believe you said that, but I think you're pretty. But uh, can I have your eight by tens? Yeah. I, uh... And like, I feel the same way. Like, I'm look, I don't Patreon anyways. Look, I've I've met celebrities at conventions, and I I know like that they're. 
right leaning. But you know what? I walk it's up to all their... in their own interests and their own fucking money. But I walk up to their booth and I'm like, "Yo, man, I really like this movie you're in." And they're like, "Okay, cool. Let me shake I'm your hand." I know. Trump support. I'm support you. But there's <laughs> a difference. There, to me, there's a difference where it's like, okay, maybe they are a little right leaning, but if they're like, okay, if they're right leaning, that's fine. But yeah. if you're a Trump supporter, you're 100 percent written yeah. off on everything. Yeah. And I had a guy who told me that last night on Twitter who was just like, "Well, I respect the Constitution." I'm like, "You obviously don't." You clearly don't. You clearly you dumb don't. Fuck. You guys just sound so stupid. I support decency. I'm like, you supported a racist, narcissistic, possibly oh, there's rapist. absolutely no proof of him being racist, Santiago. Don't you know? <laughs> there's never been one instance. My favorite one is, is the, the Christians who showed up at, here in Georgia. And I think our last right, right-wing right listener just signed off. Uh, but they showed up to, uh, to one of the polling places. Because you know they have of the big yeah. the election recounts here. One of the big mm-hmm. ones. And they were praying. They were praying at the doors of this recount place. I saw that on They were like doing the whole like, you know, and I was just like, how are you Crazy. praying to, how are you calling yourselves Christian? You're, you're defending and wanting someone to win who has done everything in his life to prove Absolutely to be Absolutely everything in the book. He's an adulterer. You six times. Well, how many times did he divorce his wives? I don't fucking know. Exactly. Hello? I don't know. Sorry. This is all stuff you guys already know. So we're going to switch topics. <laughs> you're right. Uh, Move on. So wrestling. Uh, we love it. <laughs> Um, and so what are you doing now to get your fix? Um, Obviously you're here. We're going to do some, some matches. Yeah. Thank God. And just to um, let you guys know, by the time you hear this, uh, we're going to have the return of the great Jordan Grace. Woo-hoo! We're so excited. Jordan called me last week and she was like, yo, I'm moving back to Atlanta and I want to work with you again. And I was just like, I, I, they did the, I did the jump up and down shit. Cause she's been so fucking big <laughs> now on impact. And like, yeah. I kind of marked out a little bit. I was I, like, ah, Jordan's coming back. For real. I was so excited when you texted me that. We're going to have a big old cookout tomorrow. Fucking hang out. But we're going to do, uh, I'm going to do a little sneak attack kind of clip where she's wearing a mask. You won't be able to tell the fuck who the fuck she is. And then she's going to unmask herself. Surprise. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do a nice bit on that. Uh, we got work for you and Galas with Monroe. We got Miss Rachel coming on Sunday. We got Brittany Garcia working with you. So it's really exciting. Does that feel like you're kind of fixing a little bit? Like kind of like, all right, I'm going to get some fucking matches in. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Honestly, just to have literally just to have fun mm-hmm. like to just do some matches have some fun and yeah it'll be good because i haven't been able to train in a while because my injuries yeah. and so i've definitely been fiending for so you it. fucked you fucked yourself up you had a finger injury yeah how did that happen again i literally have no clue it's been my match with alex gracia my best guess is that she came in real hot on the 619 and her toe oh, went into came my up ring finger with your hand? yeah i went like okay. this so i think she smacked my ring finger and fractured it um, and then I was a dumbass and kept trying to bend it after the show and like make sure I move it. And then I read on Google, that's the exact opposite of what you should do. Someone wrote a tweet where it was like, I think I'm smart, but every once in a while I keep pushing my tongue <laughs> against a bruise in my mouth right? just to go like, oh yeah, that's no, still a bruise. Still hurts, still there, still yeah. hurts, still can't bend it. So I was like, oh, like I should be able to, I should keep it mobile. Like that's what I should do. Turns out, no, I should have kept it straight. I should have kept as straight as possible for as long as possible so i've still been taping it up and trying to work with it now the other injury you showed me a clip of and i fucking <laughs> I, I got sick a little bit my ankle i'm sure all y'all saw it on twitter because it has a million views not literally i got sick and then i watched it twice <laughs> i don't know what the fuck is wrong with people myself included but yeah, yeah you you were taking you you were you were jumping to the ropes 
you came in and did almost like a was trying like a, to do a baseball slide yeah. in the canvas. And one of you, one of your legs slid, and the other one yeah. didn't. Yeah, the rest of me kept going, and my foot stayed right the hell there. Dude, that looked gross. So still recovering from that. I'll have to have my shit taped up. Did you have tomorrow. any surgery or just no, cast? I haven't even gone anywhere to. Oh, Jesus Christ, girl! <laughs> I'm literally just now signing up for healthcare. Don't get it. Thank you, America. I am hopefully eligible for Medicare. So, or Medicaid. Okay. The one that you I'm don't not going to get for. started on the medical so, insurance situation. As long as I have it. Not that I would have gone to a doctor anyways. What are they going to do? They're going to tell me to do exactly what I did. I rest, ice, compression, elevation. Like, <laughs> it's not broken. Like, I could feel my toes. I know, but God toes, damn it. You're good to go. <laughs> I, could, I could be an asshole and be like, what, you expect me to pay for that? I <laughs> yes, for that. I do. We paid for Trump's. Healthcare. You can make what is this, Nazi Germany? <laughs> yes. Uh, Socialist bitch. I mean, I had crutches from when I fucked up my knee, so I just crushed around for two days and then wore a brace for three weeks, and now I just ice it every day still, twice a day. And we're getting, we're getting <sighs> Anybody who's not willing to pay a little extra in taxes to help people get healthcare, man, we need to have You're a talk. Fucked. We need to have and a talk. And it's not even like... It's not even us that has to. It's literally Jeff Bezos needs to pay his taxes and everyone would have free health care. Oh, I know. I know. Jesus Christ. Y'all who worship billionaires are, you make me sick. It's because they think, first of all, sick. my you friend. You have no chance of being was a billionaire. Was it you? You made a post. No, it was another person who made a post who said like, there's no, literally that no. That me. There's no ethical way. There's no ethical way to become a billionaire. You have to take. And I know that someone. there's some cases where that might not be true. Very it small is one, cases. It's 100% true because you have to be withholding from someone to get from that. To true. that status. Someone has to be suffering for yeah. you to get there. I was thinking of somebody who just like got a lottery and then like really invested it really well or some shit. But that's like a million and one kind of scenario. Yeah. But yeah. Not, no, you couldn't even do that to be a billionaire. Like, you can't make yeah. that. You could be a millionaire. Someone said there should be a maximum thing where, like, once you hit, like, right when you get to a billion or right before a billion, they just go, like, all right, you know what? The, Everything else you make after this, you're going to have to donate it to people. It just you, goes universally. You That's get a prize. They give you, like, a nice uh, you know, statue. You're the world's nicest billionaire. Yes. Here you go. Congratulations. But for people to defend billionaires because they themselves think they might become one. There's literally no chance. It is fucking ridiculous. You could work. I forget, like, I think because people truly don't understand how much a billion is. A million is a lot. A billion? Not, excuse me, he's now a trillionaire. Mm -hmm. That's, un, you literally cannot comprehend how much that is. Look, and you I, literally can, don't need, you have zero use for that much money because that much money doesn't even exist. Look, I don't. Money doesn't even exist. I don't. I have friends who make a lot of, lot of money and I know that they donate. They, they donate to charity. They, they, you know, I have a friend who makes just on one piece of work. God knows, I'm not gonna name him, but like, fuck, a lot of money, and he, I'll be but like, but see, they're not taking from anyone. No, he'll literally be like, no, he'll say like, look, I'm taking a five percent cut of that. The rest of it's going to these three charities, and so I learned from that guy and and from other people. Where now, when I am in a financially comfortable situation, I have my things that I do. I'm not gonna tell you what they are. I have never donated before in my life except for this year, mm -hmm. and even though I like usually have like an extra five dollars, like I've been giving that and i feel it like i feel like you get it back so much more even and it if just, you're not and i had one guy lot. who got mad at me because I, I said like it's okay to pay a little extra in taxes if you know that it's going to help your fellow man and he's like well i got a family and i need to take care of them and i'm like I they would be taken care of they would be taken care of someone else is also helping take care of your family yeah. you fucking idiot mm. and um and that was his twitter name fucking idiot <laughs> 
at fucking idiot. With the seven up. numbers behind it, yeah. But I understand. And I, I've struggled, too. I grew up very, very fucking poor. I, I, you know, I lived in shitty government housing for most of my life. And I'm at a point now where I can give something back. And it feels really good to do that. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's just so weird when you see people who are, who treat money like it's fucking squirrels with nuts, man. Deadass, like what? The, you're literally doing nothing with that money when someone could is literally dying. Someone's literally dying. And you keep pushing nuts into a tree. You know what happens? The nuts keep flying out the fucking back. Yeah. And they fall. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Buying extra Doritos every month? For what? Yeah. My kids like the the hot Cheetos. Like, come on, man. I just... It's just literally unintelligence. It's Sorry, this is the ignorant. least wrestling, wrestling fetish podcast ever. Let's talk about fetish. All right, so... um did we talk about fetish last time you were here? Yeah, I think so. A little did we bit. do? Because we talked about I don't know. Did we talk about like your your proclivities, like you know, where you're whether you were more submissive or dominant, mm-hmm. all that shit? Okay, we did. Fuck, we're running out of shit. <laughs> um, well, I've been finding out new stuff because uh, we've been getting new requests and stuff. So I want to get I want to kind of throw some of your way. Oh yeah, let me hear it and let you kind of let's play a game. Okay, so I'm going to throw you a request. We're not going to make fun of the requests. No, we don't kink shame. Here. We don't kink shame, but I want you to tell me where you think these things come from. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So I have one guy who's really into the babification of a of a of a wrestler. So Was, like, it means so if a girl gets knocked out, one of the matches he wants us to do, and I may or may not do because it, it sounds kind of fun. Uh, but you're wrestling a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Miss Rachel, and she's like, "All right, I think you're a fucking you're you're an infant. You don't deserve to be in this. So when I knock you out, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be in diapers and a sports bra. And I'm gonna put a pacifier oh, in your mouth." So it's almost like the the age play stuff. Yeah. But you're not going like gaga goo goo shit. You're just basically you're you're forced to be wearing like a diaper and and a pacifier, and you're just laying there unconscious, and they make you look like a baby. <laughs> Where do you think that comes from, bro? That. <laughs> No, where does I don't like understand where baby stuff comes from. Is that like so, a mommy issue? Okay, so thing, so we, we're talking about what's called age play. So age play is one of the most touchy is subjects. That like people who probably like didn't experience their childhood. So let's talk about that. So so my friend uh, Willow, who's one of our new wrestlers, shout out to Willow. She's fucking amazing. She's huge into the heavy fetish scene, and she was saying I was talking to her about what she was comfortable with, what she wasn't. And she said that age play is something that she respects, but she's not not really big into it. Yeah, and so what it is, is like, let's say age play situation is you are, let's say you're into it. You like sitting in a big crib, wearing a diaper, sometimes topless, sometimes not, doing the pacifier or sucking on your thumb, and you act like a baby. Mm-hmm. Someone comes and takes care of you. They wipe you, they clean you, they, they, they treat you like a baby, you act like a baby. And to me, that is kind of like the Michael Jackson thing where it's like, you never had that part of your, or you never treasured yeah. that part of your childhood. You so, never really got to live that part. Or no one's ever taken care of you that way. Yeah, that too. So you feel like that this is a way that through fetish play that you suddenly get to get that? I feel like that's what therapy is for. What do you mean? Like, you work through those, You, I mean, which is fine. Maybe that's your version of therapy. Maybe that's what works for you. Yeah. If talking to someone about how you didn't get to experience childhood work sometimes yeah it's not the same yeah Yeah. Uh, actually yeah that is probably their version of therapy it's like if you go to a therapist and you go like oh i really like when people hit me it's not the same as someone (laughs) hitting you exactly if you like to get slapped or you like to get choked or someone punching you in the stomach or flogging your back it's nicer to do it i guess than like actually talk to somebody about it yeah 
But but yeah, we had somebody who requested that, and I'm kind of like, I, I mean, I guess I can ask somebody to do it, but is it a slippery slope? You know? Exactly. That's where I kind of think because I'm like, I'm I respect it, and I like kind of generally get it, but it's like, at what point do we draw the line? Okay, like, so that's something you would never do. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So I'm gonna present another one. I've got a lot of requests that I've said no to, but I I kind of want to pitch match you as a pro. To go like, would you ever do this yeah, scenario? Yeah, for sure. I'll tell uh, you one now. was, um, oh god, I think um, you are beaten up so bad that you become someone's puppy, where they like basically force you to drink out of a bowl. <laughs> I think if I wasn't actually trying to pursue a career, then yes. I <laughs> but what hilarious. if someone like a WWE was like, oh, we're gonna make you drink out of a bowl? Oh, if they're if it's like in the contract, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like for a customs company, no. What if someone at, at not WWE or like you know a big 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 company goes like, oh, you're like a baby character? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think I could do that. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm trying to pitch it because it's so interesting to me how far some workers will go to get that recognition. You know, because I, I feel like like when it comes to to doing like uh, fetish work, obviously that's a complete different. Thing. Yeah, for but sure. when you when so many of these workers are, are are climbing to get to that spot, Natty literally had a farting gimmick. Come on, like literally, people will do anything. And that's what <laughs> for I'm Vince thinking. That's They'll what I'm do thinking. anything when, for that man. I was watching Beyond the Mat like a long time ago, and it was Vince McMahon did the whole thing like, "Where you're going to be a guy who throws up?" Exactly. Which is a fetish. Yeah. And it's like, so is that the, the line where someone's like, "Well, if, if some guy asked me to do it, no, but if Vince McMahon asked me to do it, I'll do it." I think it's just like. Because I'm just looking at it in career, long, long-term long career effects. Because I feel like there's kind of like a limit of what kind of custom work you can do. Actually, probably these days, if you're good enough and make a big enough name, you could literally be a porn star and still get signed. And it really wouldn't matter. But I still think there's, it's like someone like me who's just like average. Do you, do you, do you think that's the case though? That, that like... You could be a porn star and a WWE star at the same time? If I was super, super hot and could take to the ring, yeah, I could be signed as a porn star, I think. But after sure. or before? It might be after. after, yeah. Like, I could have a porn career in my early teens, and if I was, like, super fucking hot and super fucking good at wrestling, I think they'd sign me regardless. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's been like lately, but I've known people who've gotten fired because they have an OnlyFans account, you know? But then people get hired who have had OnlyFans. Like, it literally... It seems kind of hypocritical, though, right? Like, literally, Shotzi sold pictures of her shit, and she was signed. Like, literally every... It's... I feel like everything's game, fair game. Wait, as as rewind. It's... Who? Shotzi, Blackheart. And she shot... Wait, she sold pictures? <laughs> she had a huge shit one morning, and she literally tweeted about it. She was like, LOL, like, this huge log. I took a picture. <laughs> and then people were asking to see it, and so she put up a tweet. She was like, PayPal me, like, $5. I'll send you the picture. Oh, my God. And she made literally, like... a. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> I, I might did, be exaggerating, but she made a lot of money. I did not know that. Like she told me, like she sold a lot of pictures, <laughs> <laughs> and she just thought it was like funny. So I mean, it's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. But it just and she goes still to got show signed you. after oh doing that. Oh my god! So that's what I'm saying. As long I as I haven't really watched Pro in a while, so I didn't know who she was. I feel like you have to like make up for it. <sighs> it's such a weird because like Shazzy's such a big character, and she's so hot, and she's so good at wrestling. Mm -hmm. So it's like. She could literally do anything. It wouldn't matter. That is such it's such a weird structure for the business though. Because it's like right? what what applies to one should apply to, to it others. It does not. It doesn't. Oh my god. Ah. So I feel like you just always have to like understand your worth and like find the edges that you can push to. <laughs> my god. Ah. 
Sorry, that's this take me a second to take. <laughs> um, how much of the how, how much of the pain that's involved in what you do do you see as like like oh okay yeah I can take this this is fun oh a lot especially so, when you're out there in the ring in the moment a fucking lot so how does that key in because obviously there's a fine line between wrestling and fetish yeah there's a fine line between pain that you experience in the ring and pain that someone else might experience for recreation um like is there something that attracts you to that we're like oh i'm gonna take a fucking chop today it's gonna be yeah awesome. for sure like there's i literally joked with jeff <laughs> my man for those mm-hmm. listening i was literally like do hey, you want to, i was like do you want to square up and fight like real quick just like it was a couple months into the pandemic and i was just like i just need to hit somebody <laughs> i need somebody to hit me i need to hit somebody like Let's do it. Just to get it out. So you're more like split down the middle. You're like, I'm going to hit you and then you're going to hit me. Yeah, for sure. Like, I just want to fight. Like, I just want to be in there and fighting and have that adrenaline. How rough did I it get? It's the was, it, was it pretty rough or just He more... wouldn't square up with me. No. I just asked him. I was like, please. <laughs> he said, no. Fine. <laughs> so it was like a fight club thing. Yeah, I was trying to make a fight club. So like legit fucking strikes and shit? Yeah, I was like, we can just... Oh, I thought it was like forward. fucking like you were just doing like, you know... No, we like wrestle all the time mm-hmm. at home. But like I was like, let's just fight real quick. <laughs> just go to a bar and get drunk and pick a fight. Yeah, but he wasn't down, so... So what is it about that that attracts you to it? I think it's just the adrenaline. Like you just get so addicted to... Because like once you, when you're and out the, there... Probably the endorphins too. The endorphins from the adrenaline, yeah. Like, well, no, just fucking taking hits. Yeah, like, because just when you're out there and, like, the crowd, like, you literally don't feel anything. Like, I, I mean, it. I feel things. Trust me, I'd be, like, out there be like, oh, shit, like, that hurt. Like, you get rocked here and there. But, like, it's, like, 50% of what you would feel cold. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to punch me in the face right now, like, obviously yeah. I'd be... Like, what the fuck? I'd probably cry. Yeah. But, you know, when I get punched... Let's find out. There, then it's like, <laughs> you just shake it off and go. You just Let me go get a chair. I'll be right back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, getting hit with a steel chair, like, if you're at a park and you're yeah, feeding not a ducks. Yeah, No. <laughs> you're feeding ducks. That would not be good. But out there in the ring, you just keep taking them and it's okay. Well, because it's, ex- it's an exchange of energy. Mm-hmm. When you're feeling that, that crowd... Exactly. And you're feeding they're it like back. This, they're like a barrier. They're literally like supercharging us. And you're wanting to, to give it back. Yeah. So you want to give them a show. Someone hits you with a fucking chair or hits you in the face or gives you a chop. You're like, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, they're going to love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hate it in two days. But... <laughs> I'll hate it eight weeks from now when I'm still trying to bend my ring finger, but <laughs> they're going to love it. So what, what that proves to me is that like universally across the board, humans... Most, a lot of people gravitate towards that kind of activity. Yeah, I think I feel like we're aggressive species. Well, because for me, pro wrestling is is a form of of submission and domination. Yeah. Um, Depending on, I guess, on what you get paid to do versus what you do personally. Mm -hmm. uh, It's still the same thing because you're taking bumps, you're you're getting hit, you're getting slapped, you're getting fucking chopped, you're getting kicked. And sometimes it doesn't go light. And exactly. yeah, and sometimes, sometimes you're okay with that. So I know wrestlers that like it. They like taking the fucking big hits. They like they like. Yeah, and then there's some who are pussies. Yeah. So like, oh my god, you were kind of stuff. <laughs> Shut up. And so those are the people who probably like to to strike a bit more than getting struck. Not even they're just the ones that'll avoid it because I feel like it's just like a given. Like if you're gonna give it out, you better take it. Well, if I'm going to step into a ring, like, that's the thing that's weird. It's like, why would you be delicate and do it? That's what I'm saying. If you're going to hit me, like, you better fucking hit me. Yeah. 
But yeah. a lot of people are like, they just, it's just not their style. They want to go home feeling like they just ran a mile instead. Yeah, instead of having a bruise. Yeah. Yeah. But and I'd I get rather... it. Like, I try to take a light for me because I, I know I'm going to shoot with the person probably the next day. Yeah. And I don't want to be covered in black and blue and shit like that. But I've had girls who, who have been like, yeah, hit me. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I'll give you like half <laughs> pressure, but like I need you to come back. You yeah. Know? There's just like certain girls who like, you like know, like, oh, we're going to push the limit over here. And then you're like, oh, I'll be a little like looser with her or whatever. Like there's some certain stuff that I'll call with like Hayan and Elena that I'm like not going to call with anybody else. Yeah. What's the most intense match you've had in terms of like uh, pressure and, and strikes and just like heavy, heavy hitting? Um, honestly, probably my match with Hudson Envy. She kicked my ass. I literally cried after the match. Oh, shit. I literally went to the back crying because I was fucked up. <laughs> was it, were you mad or what? She, yeah, she rocked my shit, Oh, so dude. it wasn't pre... No, like, she's just a stiff worker. Fuck. And she rocked my shit, brother. Did she you Did you talk to up. her about it after? No, because she's, like, like, she's literally known for that. Like, she's literally so known for... you knew for you were getting into it. Yeah, I was fully prepared to get my fucking ass kicked. Shit. And I still cried about it because she kicked my fucking ass. Oh, no. Same with Thunder Rosa. She'll kick your ass, too. But... Oh, dude, I had to... <laughs> Thunder, I love you. We're going to have her back probably in January. But, uh... Because she's trying to, like, deal with some shit. But, like, uh-huh. maybe January, February. She's, she keeps texting me. And Bro, I text she'll me. kick your ass. Oh, I know. <laughs> I had to give her a talk. I'm like, girl, I love you. And I've seen how you work. My girls are just... <laughs> so, please don't kill them. <laughs> please don't <laughs> they, fucking kill them. They need them. to come back in three days. Like, we need... Yeah. But her, I enjoy... I enjoyed it more because with Hudson, I was still really, really new. Um, and it was scary. It was very scary. But with Thunder, I was like, all right, I'm ready to fuck you up too. Like, Oh, okay. So it was And you guys fun. had a pre-talk about it? Oh, yeah. She's fucking crazy. I almost killed her. I felt real bad. What did there you do? There was a spot. Um, we were on the outside and I set her up in a chair. And I was just going to like hit her with the flying ass. And I thought we were just going to slide together on the chair. And the chair tipped over backwards. Oh, no. And there was a sink behind her. Oh, I saw this clip. And she busted her head on the sink you and broke the sink. I saw she the clip. She broke the sink with her head, dog. It was on your Instagram. Yep. Right? Fuck. I remember I was at the gym when I, I saw that. I felt so fucking bad. I said, holy shit. I'm like, I'm like you she can kill me it. right now. I literally, she laughs about it. She laughed about she it. She fucking laughs about it because she's a psycho. <laughs> and I always feel she's so fucking, fucking terrible. I'm like, I literally <laughs> almost killed you. I picked her up. I'm like, you can roll me up right now. You can beat my ass. I'll take a DDT on the floor right now. Like, what do you want to do? I'm so sorry. And she, she said, just roll me in. And then she just kicked my ass a little bit afterwards and she was good. Who won the match? Oh, I think I did. Oh, she posted it. I think it was it. our second match. She, that's the thing that got me about it was that she posted it. Yeah. If and you posted it. Me, she was like, oh, it's completely fine. Like, shit happens. Like, it's cool. It's whatever. Because if you had posted it, I would have called you. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong no, with you? No, I would never. I literally <laughs> want to I want to curl up in a ball every time I see that. Because I never want to be someone who hurts somebody. Like, that was so scary for me. I'm like, I could have... Dude, she was feeding off... She was feeding off the fucking replies. She loved it. She loved it. That's what I'm saying. She's crazy. fucking psycho, girl. She's crazy. Damn it. I feel so bad every time. I love her. She's... She's... Mel's like... I love it because she was sitting here doing the thing and we we stopped the podcast and she goes like, I like you people. (laughs) (laughs) You're good people. And I'm like, you're fucking... You're you're crazy. Um, But, uh... God damn. Uh, so do you feel that you prefer dishing out the punishment or, or taking it? Um, I think I like to keep it 50-50. Okay, so you're right down the I don't think middle. there's one or the other. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the adrenaline, man. And the fucking endorphins and adrenaline, that's like the biggest drug. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the, for sure. It's the biggest fucking trigger. Yeah. When you talk about like what connects you to someone who just does fetish uh, or, or BDSM, that's just fetish. Because fetish is a, it's a huge blanket term. But BDSM, when you think about the reason I'm into wrestling, it's so weird. Like, it's such a mixture of different things. Like, I love pro wrestling. I grew up with it. I don't watch it anymore because I just haven't had time. Mm-hmm. But it's that connection of, like, you have people who are, love the role play. They love the outfits. The they acting, love the gear. Yeah, they love the, the act. Glamour. They I'm love like, the fucking characters. Yeah. They love being the character. Mm-hmm. They love being the character against another character. Like, you, your persona versus, like, someone like fucking Thunder... <laughs> I'd be like, I'll show, I'll go up to that show. I'll be there, yeah, you know, front row. It's Fucking, I want to see that match. Some good chemistry, and that's what feeds, I think, SKW, where people go like, oh my god, wait, Lainey's coming this weekend. I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Oh shit, I think our turkey's done. <laughs> uh, no, no, people will show up and be like, uh, Lainey's coming this weekend. Who? And they'll always ask me the same question: Who was she fucking fighting? And I'll go like, okay, well, I have Gloss. Now Gloss is this fucking buxom, curvy, beautiful blonde girl fucking just such a sweetie but she can play both evil and be a complete jobber and people go like oh fuck okay i'll get back to you in three days <laughs> and then they'll like go to their laboratory and yep. fucking come up with some script and shoot it back okay. and you have monroe who is this like i think you wrestled her a long time ago but mm-hmm. she's this little baby face she's who's cute. like a sweet southern girl she's so nice who loves to get beat up she actually doesn't. I don't think. I think she gets more nervous when I ask her to, to be the the heel because she's like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. What do I do? I don't just get to follow someone's lead." Exactly. <laughs> but when someone I say, "Hey, Lanny's just gonna fucking wipe the floor with you," and she's like, "Oh yeah, perfect. I know how to do that." <laughs> and then I got someone like Jordan who's just like, "I'll tell Jordan fuck to go yeah, either way." Me. Yeah, I'll tell Jordan like, "Yeah, Lanny's gonna fuck you up." She's like, "I'm good." I'm like, no. "All right." And then Lanny, you get the fuck Lanny up. She's like, "I'm I'm down with that too." So she's more like you. She's down in the middle. She's like when it comes to working, like customs. I love getting my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Is it just because it's easier? I just. Or you get more of a thrill out of it. It's like I think it's more fun to yeah. sell. Me too. Yeah. Because I don't have to do any heavy lifting. Not even heavy lifting. I think I get more blown up selling. Honestly. Really? Yeah. Because I, I well the thing is people. I'm the dude, so I always get the customs were like. All right, it's so you versus Lainey, and you give her 16 pile drivers. Exactly. I'm just picking her up, putting her down, picking her up, putting her down. Three yeah. fucking... And so by the time I'm done, you're like, that was fun. And I'm like... Oh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm like calling a hospital. But with you and Jordan and like with, with Miss Rachel, that girl's just... No one ever asked her to be a fucking... She never loses a match. Exactly. Because they're just like that I beautiful, powerful... I love just... Kind of British. Me, She's yeah, not even that British anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they love it. They love it. So it's 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 such a like I said, it's a weird connection between stuff like pain play, role play, BDSM, where it's like, oh, I like to play this character that gets my ass beat. Oh my gosh, I have something that to bring up to you sure. after this. Do it. Finish your. Thought. Oh, now now. Oh, finish your thought. Though. Oh no, I was. I'm pretty much done. It's pretty much like I I love wrestling and fetish because, and that's the name of this podcast, wrestling with fetish, because it is this connection between. Pain play, fucking role play, fucking gear play. There's people who just love to wear this stuff. Literally, yeah, exactly. I've had girls and guys who'd be like, man, I just like wearing the fucking trunks. I just mm-hmm. like wearing the boots. I like wearing the pads. I've had women it who... It feels good. It, you feel good when it's on. I don't blame I've, I've had guys who wear leotards who contact me. Like, there's a hey, reason man. we're not out there wrestling in t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. There's guys who wear leotards. There's girls who wear uh, the bikinis. They wear the, the... Especially, man, women... 
My friend, I can't name her, but <laughs> I have a friend who loves wearing leotards. She's like, dude, I love how it feels. I love leotards. Because who it feels, or not even leotards, but one pieces. Yeah, exactly. Because it just, it hugs you a certain it way. It makes everyone look so good. But not only that, but like texture. Like I've had guys and girls who are like, man, how does it feel to, to wear trunks? How does it feel for the girls to wear this and do this? You know, feel it. Because they like spandex. Or they like nylon or they like uh, um, uh, velvet. I have a whole set of velvet one pieces where girls wear it and they're like, God damn, do you have any MDMA? You know? And it's it's kind of that fucking feel. And so to me, to connect that group with people like you who are just like, man, I love doing it because I get the rush of it. But you also like the feel of the gear. You just said that you like the feel of the one pieces. It makes you feel good. It makes you look good. You yeah, know? for sure. So I love connecting those dots but that's my point so what's yours oh uh, so i one of my friends actually i don't know if it was i don't think it was your twitter account but it was like sleeper kid world is that sleeper kids world yeah that's your actual account well no mine is sleeper kid but there's a sleeper kid world oh, oh okay well that's not me okay yeah. so there's i think they're just maybe a fan account then sure for yours on twitter of yours on twitter and so one of my friends was tweeting something and then that account had replied to someone else it was like, oh, something, she blocked me or something. And they were like, oh, I wonder why. Like, you've never said anything, like, crazy or anything like that. And I don't know how she ended up seeing all that if he was blocked or whatever. But eventually comes around, she replies, like, oh, I blocked them because I don't promote the fetishization of unconscious women. Oh, Okay. So how does that make you feel? What's your opinion on it's that? It's interesting because when people watch your matches on TV or on, 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 on the internet and you get knocked out, there's going to be guys out there who That's are like, what I That was my first reaction is like there's a lot of times when people get knocked out like in yeah. real matches. If you watch, quote unquote, if you watch fucking – if you watch like the – Any fast, movie, any action movie, people any get action knocked movie. out. Someone's going to be watching it and fetishizing it. The fact that you are walking into a ring and you're wearing a one-piece square-cut suit, people are going to be like, I love that. I have a fetish for Just that. Just from that, exactly. I Literally like the, the way the way, the right way you're – Yeah, there's people who have sweatpants fetish. There's guys who see, who see you go into the ring and go like, oh, man, that shiny spandex mm -hmm. is hot. Uh, the way it cleaves into certain parts of your body is hot. The way that you got knocked out by a super kick is hot. The way that you put a girl in the sleeper and knocked her out. There's So it's a, it's a very – weird line to walk like it, it, it to me it's like the way i put it is like this a long time ago a friend of mine gave me some shit about what i did it's like well it wasn't a friend it was a, a the boyfriend of a worker who was very insecure mm -hmm. it's like oh well, i don't like, i don't like the fact that, that guys are watching you and, and jerking off to you and and she just i she's like she came to me people will be on my facebook doing the same thing she came to me and she was just like look i I think I'm going to lose my boyfriend. Like, what am I going to do? I might have to stop working for you. And I'm like, look, go to him and tell him every time that you fucking, he takes you to like the beach or to a pool. Someone's locking it in. Yeah. Someone's putting Taking you in a spank bank. Yeah. If you go to the mall and walk around in some tight jeans, there's yeah. some guys who are like, I love denim. Exactly. And so like, you can't live like that. And it's like, wouldn't you rather somebody be watching someone acting than like trying to do it themselves? I've had guys and girls, me, my character. I once did a video where I was like Superman. So they sent me like this black Superman suit. I was the evil version of Superman. I was skin tight. I had the fucking silver fucking undies that came with it. And I had like fucking 80 emails going like, you look really good in that suit, man. I really liked it. You know, and other girls, girls and guys. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I felt kind of honored. By it. <laughs> I was like, thanks. And so to me, it's like, it, it's, it, to, to, if you're going to do that across the board and say like, well, I'm not going to do anything where it glorifies. Then the you should be sexual or like weird, quote unquote weird in any sort of way. Yeah. You should just wear one of those. You outfit. have your tits out on Instagram every day and you're saying this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want unconscious women, but by the way, here's me, you know, wearing lingerie. Well, someone's imagining you being unconscious. And I just don't know. Maybe like in her mind, she's like, she like associates it with like promoting it. But and, and I get it. It's like I said, so, like, um, it can be rapey. It, yeah. Some of it presented a certain way can be rapey. Presented a certain way. Exactly. But if it's just a girl pretending to be sleeping or if it's just like, hey, look, you got knocked out during a wrestling match, you like, know. It's not like we're down here filming dungeon rape scenes. Like. Exactly. Now, if, it's, if it is a scene where, oh, Lenny Luck got super kicked by, by – uh, or knocked out with a sleeper by Jordan Grace and then the last scene we see is Jordan putting on a strap on. That's a little much yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that is one of our customs tomorrow. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> No, but Jordan, you know, we don't do that. Exactly. You get pinned. Yeah. You lay there, you're out, or she grabs you and carries you away. And it's like, don't act like you haven't laid out in a ring after taking someone's finisher for 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. Like you, it's literally doing the same thing. We're just in a different setting. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not the unconscious part that bothers me. It's what is, what's, what's done with a scenario that, that matters. And if you are just unconscious in a ring and you that's it it fades out on that that's fine yeah but no one's here taking advantage but if you're a triple h and you take an unconscious woman and you marry her uh against her will then that's fucked up put it on tv yeah yeah yeah, it's totally fine if you're um if you're fucking uh lita and you get kicked by kane and you get knocked out and you lose your baby yeah that's totally fine you know those are stories that have been that have happened in the past someone passes out in a basement on camera Mm -hmm. i've seen tons of, of knockout scenarios and the thing is, it's almost like, it's almost like if you if you drop food, eventually mice are gonna come out and chew on it if you don't if you don't pick it up, yeah. pick it back up. And that's kind of how it is. And I'm not saying that the people who are into this are mice. I'm saying that for every scenario, whether it's you taking a DDT wearing jeans, some guy out there who loves jeans is gonna be like, "Fuck, that's my thing," mm-hmm. you know. And you can't just block your Instagram from wearing jeans because you know that some guy out there is like into it. Exactly. And so. I had one friend who came over, we were doing a fire pit, and she came to me and she confessed. She's like, the reason I stopped working for you is because I wasn't comfortable with the unconscious stuff. Because she had an experience when she was Ooh, younger. Makes sense. Where someone did something to her. And I totally understood it though. Yeah, for I sure. I get it. I get it. But that's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. And you backing away from this makes total sense. But you standing putting your foot down and saying that no one else should do it, that's yeah, like where you why should. why are you getting in the way of other, why does what other people do, why does that And happen? that's why she's, she's like, no, I wouldn't do that. I lo- yeah. She's like, I love what you do. I love the fact that you treat it with such respect and, and it's, you have so much fun and that's why I'm here at this fire pit. I respect you. I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. But if someone puts their foot down and says, like, well, I don't think anybody should do it, that's when it becomes censorship and it becomes yeah. holier than thou bullshit. So, yeah. I, I honestly think like if you're comfortable doing the scenarios, then it should. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know, I've had girls who were like, um, I think I'm gonna name her Luna. She said that she didn't like to look silly. She, <laughs> she just had that thing. She's like, I don't want to have like the eyes crossed and the tongue out. And she, I was like, cool, that's your limit. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna shoot you doing that. Yeah. Um, or it was like it wasn't even that. It was because she's done silly, goofy stuff for us before. But it was, 
over, stuff that was like over the top. I don't know. There was, there was a line that she didn't want to cross. And then there's other girls who don't like to... Everyone has their limit. I'm not going to... Yeah, gonna, like I'm I not, don't do bikinis. Like Exactly. And other girls who were like... Uh, some girls who do bikinis and hate one pieces. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Just because it doesn't... I guess it is if they don't feel like it frames their body well. Mm-hmm. They prefer to show their stomach off or whatever. Yeah. And I am one of those people who always respects people's limits. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the unconscious thing is very interesting. But it's also the same thing. I had one girl who was like, why do people like to see me in pain? Why do you watch any scary movie? Why do you watch any action movie where people are dying or people are getting cut up? I don't know. She was, I don't know if she was overthinking it, but it was like, why do people want to see me scream like I'm dying? And I'm just like, I don't know. It's, for some people, it's a kink. For some people, it's more of like a, it's a thing that promotes the action where it's like, oh, I really believe that she's in pain and I'm rooting for her. It's like entertainment. It's like just literally everything. And there's another girl who's, who, uh, there were people who, um, I, once again, I won't name names, but there was a girl who was like, well, I don't want to lose. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't want to be dominated. And I was like, okay, well, what if you just lose a match? Nope. Nope. I have to win all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's going to really lose. That's wild. Us. Yeah. She just didn't want to lose. She didn't want to be put in a position of being submissive in any way, shape, or form. Interesting. Now I have other girls. I have one girl who's coming into town soon who told me very, she's like, I will lose. I'll lose all you want, but I'm not going to be submissive mm-hmm. to anybody. Yeah. Makes sense. Where I'm not, and I said, well, what does that mean? Tell me what you mean. And she said, well, I'm not going to turn to a girl and be like, I'm your submissive. Like, I, I, I worship you. Yeah, exactly. You're my mistress. I'm your, I'm your sub. Yeah. And I said, well, we don't do that. Like, no. we do it maybe once or twice where someone requests it. But I got it. I was like, she, her personal per, per, persona was like, I'm not submissive. Mm-hmm. But if I, if someone beats me in a release, realistic way. Yeah, then that's fine. Totally fine. Everyone can get their ass kicked. Once again, I, I feel like you're the same kind of person. I feel like if I asked you, hey, this girl's going to make you your, your bitch, you're going to be like, I'm not going to be anybody's yeah, bitch. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> she can knock me out all she wants. Facts. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, oh, yes, you're my, you're my yeah. mistress, no. which is fine. <laughs> We've had a lot of girls do that. But but everyone has their limits. So it's, it's very weird to, to kind of, not weird, but it's interesting to look at what everyone's and she's just so pro, like, sex worker and all that. So that's why I was kind of thrown off Oh, by really? Because she's very pro OnlyFans, pro sex worker, pro everything, pro women empowerment. And then she went and said that. And I was like, that doesn't seem very pro. Yeah. It's, it's some people have their triggers. That's exactly know. what I figured. Probably something. Some girls got slapped in the face by, oh, by uh, a partner one day. and Yeah. Suddenly, like, you know what? I feel that. And Anybody ever slapped me in the fucking face again? But to, like, put that on other people is kind of, like, annoying. That's weird. But, but did she do that? Or she just said, like, I'm just not doing it? Well, I mean, I'm she, like, quote tweeted. She's like, I won't promote, like, I won't support the promotion of the fetishization. But she didn't say, like, if anybody else does it, I'm going to fucking defriend them or whatever. Well, no. But, I mean, like, she literally, like, she said, I won't support doing it. So, like, I'm sure if she found out that I would be passed out in the basement somewhere, <laughs> she'd roll her eyes. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know, man. That's fucking weird. I, I, but I also didn't like have a conversation. It was one tweet and I yeah. didn't have like a full conversation with her. So I don't know how deep it goes. Maybe it's not that deep and she was I, just an offhanded little comment for her. I think the premise or the point here is, is kink shaming is bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, <laughs> let people I, make their money and, and let people get their things out in a safe way and live your life. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like you're somebody who's pretty liberal that doesn't do that, where you're like, oh, you're into that? Well, fuck you. <laughs> Only Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, why I draw the line. Yeah. 
If your kink is Trump, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what would be the kink that makes me go like I don't want to talk to you. I don't think there. I mean, obviously, it would be if you're hurting somebody against. Yeah, somebody. like it'd be like rape or yeah. And I even then, guess, like, I have rape. friends who are into rape role play. But to me, like it's they like themselves are. Yeah, where it's like if they. But this thing, like I had a friend who confessed. But that then to it's me. consensual. It's not rape. It's consensual. So to me, to me, it's that's where my line is. Yeah. Non-consensual fetish. I agree. Actually, yeah, that's one hundred percent what it is. Bump. Non-consensual. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are going to go uh, relax a little bit and, and unwind. And uh, and I think tomorrow is going to be fucking fun. We're going to do some amazing shoots with some great people. And then, yeah. Yep. And then the next day, same thing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see it on skwppv.com. Uh, our free site is sleeperkidsworld.com. We have our sister site at sensuallysavageproductions.com. Um, and do you have anything you want to promote? Um, go to my Patreon, please, because I'm not doing any shows, so I'm fucking poor, sitting at home, taking a lot of pictures of myself. Oh, damn. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Laney Luck. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Laney Luck. They're having sales, like, all weekend. What was that last one? ProWrestlingTees.com slash Laney Luck. T-E-A-S-E? T-E-E-S, like T-shirts. Tees. Oh, tees, okay. ProWrestlingTees. That's where my mind is. Slash Laney Luck. <laughs> God, that's it. <laughs> I feel you. bad now. Um, all right, guys. Well, take care of yourselves. It's a tough time. I know um, there's a change of power coming. That's for some people welcome. For, for some people, it's not. But I hope that this ugly thing goes away, and that I hope that our lives eventually will get back to normal. Um, no matter what your political leanings are, mm-hmm. Lainey, we love you. We're glad that you like our work. <laughs> Uh, as long as you're not being mean to somebody who disagrees with you, um, we're good with you. Uh, and we, we hope that uh, your life gets better and we hope this country gets better. Yes. If everyone just start doing yoga, I think we'd <laughs> be in a great place. Just be good to people. Just, you know, don't matter where they're from or what they look like. Just be good. And, and, and I think things will get better. So uh, have a good night, guys. Um, and we'll see you next time here at the uh, podcast. In the meantime, I'm going to have uh, Lainey say goodbye. Bye, guys. Adios. Turn up. All right.